What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. What if kittens break the clock and Greetings, adventurers, and welcome back to Guilds and Goblins, the game where your questions and ideas and our dice rolls inspire off-the-cuff adventures. I'm Zizi, your host, joined as always by Lola Rabbit. I play Lolandra, a nature mage, were-rabbit, and barbarian. Then there's my little brother, Zack. Well, I'm only a couple inches shorter, uh, but, but yeah, I play Zachamedes, the goblin egg chanter. And here's my best friend, Scully the Squid. I play Skull and Bones, a skeleton pirate and trickster who can reshape their body to do all kinds of crazy bone stuff. I think this adventure might be longer than usual, so we're going to wait to the end of this week's game to play Iris's question for you. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. We've also got another question from Zephira. And I hope we get far enough into the story today to play it. But if not, we'll save it for next week. Well, then let's get to the game. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll join our adventurers back in the world of guilds and goblins. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. 
I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. And we're back, adventurers. You three each wake to find yourselves sitting on top of cold metal tables. Ah, uh, whoa, 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 wait, weren't we just resting in the forest? That is the last thing you remember. Oh, I don't like this. Where are we? You look around to see that you are in a white, shiny room. Was there a way out? When you try to move, you find that you're each strapped to these silvery metal tables. Hang on, this makes no sense. We were just talking to those fairies, hide and seek, and, and they were saying that we had to, um, go to outer space. Oh yeah, to face down those sun snappers. That's right, and we were hoping that they would have the final ingredient to break the spell on the trumpet of travel. Do you think we got taken by the sun snappers? No way to find out until we get out of here. I pop off my hand so I can unlock all of us from these metal tables. You do that, Skelly. But then you realize your entire body is inside a heavy black bag. And only your head's sticking out. Then I pop my head off? No luck there. The bag is strapped down tightly, and there's a band even tighter across your forehead. You can barely move. Zizi, do we have all of our stuff on us? Good question. You're all fully clothed, but... Your equipment is piled in a corner. Oh, that means no eggs, huh? Not unless you can get out of these bindings. I want to see if I have like a nut or a seed or a flower or something just stuck in my fur or the folds of my clothes or something. Roll me a learn check. See if you can find something. Seven. All you find is a little dirt, but no plants. I want to try to pop off my, my pokiest rib bone and use my detached hand to try to slowly push and poke and turn it until it can pop through this bag. Ooh, okay. Roll dare. Ugh, I rolled a seven too. It's a good idea, but it's a very, very strong bag. Made out of some material you've never seen before. Can I try to, uh, chew through any of my bindings? Well, they didn't strap down your head. So if you succeed on a dare check, I think we're in business. I get a minus d4 to dare, though. A nine minus three is six. Those were all great ideas, but your bindings are really tight. Whoever's got you captured doesn't want you getting loose. Let us out! What's going on here? Come on, come out and face us! Suddenly, the white wall slides open. <laughs> Even though you didn't see a seam for a door. And in steps, a very large yellow alien with three eyes and a hundred tiny tentacled feet pushing it forward. Are you all quite comfortable? Are we quite comfortable? You've got us strapped down. And I'm in a bag. Well, you were not supposed to be here. Just like you weren't supposed to sun snap the fairies hideout and get them invaded by a bunch of hordlings. Oh, okay, Lola. Roll learn, see if you can help them make sense with this reasonable argument. Okay, here we go. Finally, a 15. 
an interesting assessment of our hypocrisy. Well, now you're really speaking alien. No, hypocrisy. That's like when you're a hypocrite. Like when you say people are supposed to act one way, but then you act the other way. Indeed, I will have to take the hypocrisy before the sun snappers. And the alien shuffles out. Well, as the alien goes to leave, I say, Hey, sun snapper. How about what? It's just, it's a little cold in this room. And I don't have fur like Lolandra. Yeah, and I don't even have any skin. Yeah, so would you mind just, um, giving us a little campfire or, or something? How about campfire in space? Ship, warmed by the skeleton, by the goblin. And above you and Scully, the perfectly white ceiling starts glowing white hot. The air shimmers between you, and you start feeling nice and warm. Then the alien scuttles out, and the white seamless door slides shut behind it. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. As it's closing, I want to take that handful of dirt you said I found and toss it towards the opening. Okay, a little bit of dirt gets caught up as the door closes, and now you can see where that seam should be. Were you really cold, Zachamines? Yes, I was. Very cold. Because people are probably watching us all the time. And I wanted them to know that I was really actually cold. And not just making it up so I could find out more about where we're being held. Weird, because your question did actually lead us to finding out more information about... Oh... Oh, what a coincidence. We learned a little something. Yeah, like that we are in outer space. And that we are on a ship. And how we can make it nice and warm above one of us. You know, I am actually really, really, really cold. You are? Oh, so cold. Shippa, could you make it even warmer above me? Okay, Scully. The white ceiling starts glowing even hotter above you. It's about as hot as a human can even bear. But a skeleton could bear it getting a little hotter, though. And I am really, really cold. Shibba, could you make it even warmer? Scully, if you make it any hotter, you could get hurt. But it might weaken this bag enough that I can finally cut my way out. Oh, I see. And Scully, you can roll again to try to escape. Here we go. Are you kidding me, another seven? The black bag starts melting a little, but it doesn't seem to make it any softer. Ah, hey, ship. I got some seeds and stuff over with my things. And if they're not kept very warm, they could wither away. Nothing happens. Okay, yeah, uh, shipper, uh, could you uh, warm uh, our stuff? Uh? And the ceiling directly above your stuff starts getting hotter and hotter. Oh, does it crack any of my eggs? Or did it make any of my seeds grow? I'll let it be a roll-off to see if either of you get lucky and what happens first. Ooh, ooh, I got a 14. <laughs> That's pretty good, but not as good as a natural 20. Okay, which of your eggs breaks? Can I have, like, a super exploding egg or something? Zach, I actually think you've got enough eggs. In the past, you've used an egg of protection, an egg of egg tangle, and an egg of slippery yolks. Plus an egg that detects magic and sheds light. That's four different egg powers. So try to get creative with those. And maybe if you go up and level, you can get a new egg power. 
Well, with the natural 20, can I have a, the yolky egg tangle tentacles spread out all over the room, walls and ceilings? And maybe knock one of us over or, or loosen up our bindings? With a natural 20, I think that's okay. So we'll say Lola was closest to the pack of stuff. And as the egg tangling yolk and whites spread all over the room, floors, ceilings, and walls, Lola gets knocked over and finds herself within ear's reach of her pack. I'm gonna try to flop my pointy ear and reach out to a seed or flower bud or something. Okay, roll dare. See what you can grab. Alrighty. Ooh, 16 plus 3 is 19. Ooh, okay, you get one of your secret thorny Ken seeds that can sprout a very sharp thorn when you throw it or activate it. I'm gonna use it to cut loose my bindings and Zachamedes and Skullins too. Okay, but you're gonna have to roll one more dare check to make sure you don't get stuck up in the egg tangle spell. But it's a friendly spell, wouldn't it not get us? No, my magic's not that smart yet. Don't worry about it, I get a plus d4 to dare. 15 plus 2, easy 17. You quickly cut your friends loose, but as you're all getting geared up, the white walls start to glow red, and a strange alarm sound plays through the room. I want to take one of my bones and stick it in the seam where we know the door is and try to pry it open. I'll jump in and help, why not? That's a team roll. I got a 10, not bad. I got a 20! So good! Okay, so before you can even use your weight and strength, you luck out and hit some kind of mechanism and the door opens wide. And you see every other door in the ship opening too. Well, I'm like a computer hacker. By accident. If only we knew what computers were. <laughs> okay, focus up, you two. We gotta get away off of this ship. Well, as the only pirate of the group and clearly the ship expert, I'll lead the way. Um, Scully, this is nothing at all like a pirate ship, so you're just gonna make a pure luck roll. Yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah, 15, not bad. The floor is lighting up with strange symbols that you can't understand. But you see other aliens far ahead, seeming to follow these symbols. Luckily, they don't seem to have seen you. But I rolled a 15, so don't you have to tell me which way I should go? Well, you get a sense like these aliens are fleeing to safety in an emergency. So you could either follow them, or you could maybe go in the complete opposite direction. I don't know what to do. Yeah, if we go that way, they might just capture us again. Or if we go the other way, it could be even more dangerous. <laughs> what, what if we um disguise ourselves like an alien? I don't know how we would even do that. Oh, let's take that bag that used to be over Scully and throw it over all three of us. And then I'll use one of my extra yolky slippery eggs to try to fashion the disguise over the bag to make us look like one of these goopy aliens. I'll make three of my seeds grow out like little flower eyeballs since they got three eyes. Okay, this is a crazy idea. The aliens can probably see through a disguise. But with all of you helping, I'll still just give you a straight roll plus wonder. This is going to be a GM role. You're not going to know how good your disguise looks until someone else sees it. So I've got to roll your wonder secretly. Oh, this makes me even more nervous. Could I still make the roll, but just keep my eyes closed? As long as you trust me, that's totally fine. You're my big sister. Of course I don't trust you. <laughs> Zach. Yeah, come on. We can't play this game if we don't trust each other. 
I know, I know. Okay, let me roll. Was it good or bad? I'm not gonna tell you, but from what you remember of the alien, you look kinda like it. Okay, uh, are the lines lighting up on the floor too, so so like we can see him even with the bag over us? Yes, you can. Then we follow all the other aliens. Okay, you can't make much out from under the bag, but you do hear a loud computer voice saying, What would the password? And then each alien seems to mumble something before you hear, <laughs> Like a door opening and closing. <laughs> then you feel yourself bump into a wall. Wubba dubba password. I ba dumba noba. I ba dumba noba. Password accepted. <laughs> Wait, that was the password? The door opens, but then you hear an alien on the other side say, Imbaposters. Oh boy, I must have rolled really bad on that disguise. Yeah, I'm sorry, Zach, you just got an eight. I mean, it sort of makes sense if uh, if an alien wore a trash bag covered in pudding shaped like a human, we wouldn't think it was a human. I know. It looks like the aliens are about to close the door Zach, on Daisy, it's time for dinner. Oh, Mom, I'm right in the middle of my adventure. I oh, you tell Lissity, our mother. Oh, ask her if we can stay. Can Scully and Lola stay for dinner? Oh, sure, there's enough broccoli loaf for everyone. Oh, sounds delicious. Oh, I hope my broccoli's extra steamy. I thought that would actually scare them away. I'm sorry, I don't have enough for you two. You'll have to come back and finish your game next time. But mom, I didn't even do the outro. That's okay, we'll just get Mr. Eric to do it. People pop up dialing a phone. Ring, 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 ring. Papaloo, why does my phone sound like your voice? Mr. Eric, these kids have been playing too much Guilds and Goblins. You gotta do the outro so they can have some dinner. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, I just gotta find the, uh, the shoutouts for this week. Tell him he's gotta play Iris's question. Apparently, you've gotta play uh, Iris's question. I know, I love this question. She even made some artwork to go along. Hi, I'm Iris, and I'm six. I have a question for you, and it is, what if, what if the sun was a camera flash and alien tourists made day and night happen? Um, bye. Thank you, Iris, for helping to inspire this three-part Guild and Goblins adventure. And Zafira will definitely get to your question next week, but it was such a cool detail, I, I don't think ZZ had time to get to it. Folks at home, we've posted the core rules for Guilds and Goblins on our Patreon page. So that's just another benefit you get on top of ad-free episodes, a better chance of getting your question answered, a shout-out on the show, and more. Plus, our Wizards of What patrons will get all future Guilds and Goblins updates. Remember, you can also rate and review What If World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Okay, move aside, Mr. Eric. I got a shout-out for Addison. She's 10 years old, and she has a brother who's 16, and they live in El Paso, Texas. She likes to listen every night at bedtime and in the car. And I've got a belated birthday shout-out for Calvin, age 6. His brothers Wyatt and Milo love to listen, too. And Calvin loves drawing while listening. It's me, Molamo, here to shout out Byron, age 7. He likes playing Minecraft and collecting rocks, as well as jumping on his trampoline. And finally, I'm psyched I gotta do a shout out for Luca, age 4. 
who loves to build things and also loves to run super fast. They live in Vancouver, Washington, and their favorite character is all of them. Thank you, Luca. And finally, I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who know that, lucky or not, if you keep trying new ideas, you're always going to have a great adventure. Until we meet again. No, it's until we adventure again. Well, until you all adventure again, keep wondering. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me.